So today we celebrate the solemnity of Jesus Christ, King of the universe. And so I'm going to put all the readings into one sentence from today. Jesus, the King, the Alpha and the Omega, is the faithful witness of truth who has everlasting dominion. But the real question is, do we allow God to have dominion over every aspect of our life? Am I acknowledging the will of God in everything that I do? Is my life a testament to the one truth? If Pilate were before me now, like he was with Jesus, could I say that Jesus is truly the king of my life? Could I say with confidence, yes? Now last weekend I watched a movie it was called, God is not dead, we the people. And the basic premise of the movie is one where society is constantly moving towards relative truth. One of your own individual truth. Hey, you, you go ahead and you do you and be the king of your own life instead of the king of truth, which can only be found in Jesus himself. We must recognize that authentic freedom is not found in our own wants and our own desires, but only in following Jesus. St. Pope John Paul II said about freedom that it is not doing what you want to do, but it is doing what you ought to do. And this is totally counterculture of what is being taught in our world today. So let me share a couple of examples with you of how we all can better seek out Jesus on a daily basis through a couple of stories. So here's the first story. Earlier this week, and actually just yesterday, I was spending time with some youth from our community. And I asked them, well, how often do you pray on a weekly basis? The answer was quite revealing. They said that they prayed maybe two to three times per week, and some only did so at meals, because their parents made them. How much time do you spend in prayer each week? Because you see, if we're going to live out the truth of Jesus in our lives, then we must be in relationship with him, which means we must spend time in communication with him and to listen to him. We must allow him to have dominion over our time throughout the day and to recognize the many ways that he seeks to encounter us through nature, through others, through prayer, through situations, you name it, the eternal now God is always present. But the question is, do you see him? Are you even looking for him? Now, often in talking to adults, I will, I will ask the question, can, what does God's love look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? And I want to give you a couple of examples just from the past couple of weeks for me. I recently had the opportunity to take communion to someone who was passing away. And their funeral is tomorrow. And as I sat there in the room with three sisters holding hands with their mother and they're all receiving the Eucharist, that is what God looks like. 
When you bring your kids to church and they kneel and they do the sign of the cross and they look super cute, that is what God looks like. When you have an elderly couple that's holding hands and they're still coming to Mass after 50 years leading by example, that is what God looks like. When someone looks at you and they say, I love you, that is what God sounds like. God is constantly encountering us, but we must know that it is Him because the world wants to tell us it's simple emotion, but it's not. It is the love of God being poured out on every single one of us throughout the day. Because you see, our God, He just doesn't want us to check in on Sundays. He, do he doesn't want us to just go to an occasional Bible study. He wants us to be aware of Him all the time, that he is constantly loving us and he constantly wants to pour his mercy out on us. Now I go through my days in what I call game mode. God auto-correcting me eternally. He's constantly pointing me in the right direction because I'm aware of who and where he is. Our awareness of God throughout the day and our response to him will change how we see the world and how we see ourselves. Okay, so here's story number two. I only have 10 more, just kidding. I will often ask people, what is the intimacy of their relationship with Jesus? And usually I get these very strange looks back and people don't know how to answer me. Listen, Jesus, king of the he's king of the universe, but he intently desires to have an intimate relationship with each one of us. And he goes out of the way to encounter us. And one of the most fundamental ways that he does this is through the sacraments. So let's talk about reconciliation first, one of my favorite topics. Intimacy with Jesus requires us to be honest with him, to be honest with ourselves about where we are in our relationship and how we might have damaged it. Now, there are three ways that I want to look at this. The first is a daily examination of each of our consciences at the end of the day. Okay, what were my encounters for that day? How did I react? And where was God? And within my own life, when I first started doing this, I found how often I was leaving God out of my response, out of my reaction or even my lack of action. And after going through this and reflecting, I ask for God's forgiveness and his strength and grace to do better tomorrow. The second is to do a solid examination of conscience before we even come to Mass. So we did the act of contrition as we began Mass today. Really think about what has been going on in your week before you get here so that you can offer that to the Lord God Almighty during that act of contrition. And then finally, go to re reconciliation at least once a month to receive God's intimate sacramental grace. It is powerful and it does work and it will wash over you as you continue to go back. And I promise you, if you continue to go to reconciliation, you will go lo no longer for yourself, but you will go purely out of love for God. That is what is beginning to happen to me, and it is incredible. One other sacrament, the sacrament of the Eucharist. 
do we sometimes forget that we're actually receiving a sacrament here at Mass? Talk about intimacy. We could be no more intimate with God than when receiving him into our very selves. Now, just the other week at a women's retreat, I had this beautiful, intense encounter with Jesus in the Eucharist. As a woman approached me to receive, she turned her head and she smiled, and her eyes watered as I held the body of Christ before her. I started to cry, and I could barely get the words body of Christ out. Not only was Jesus right between the both of us, I could see Jesus in the depth of her eyes. I could see Jesus in her longing, her loving, and her intimacy. It was such a powerful moment. What is your experience in receiving the Eucharist, in receiving Jesus into your very self? Has it become a mundane formality? Because this is not what God wants for us. So if you struggle with this, I encourage you to come and spend time in adoration every week. Just sit and be with him. Listen, don't let Jesus just be the alpha and the omega of your life. Let him be every single thing in between. Because if you do, it will transform your life in ways that are beyond your own understanding. I know because he continues to work with me in ways that I could have never thought of or imagined within myself. And no matter where we are in our faith journey, there is always something more that Jesus, the king of the universe, can do in our life if we only allow him to have dominion over all of it. So as we enter into Advent next week, may we be strengthened in our ability to say, yes, Jesus, you are the king of my life.